Hi everybody, this is Henry and I want to welcome you to a very special Lost episode of Cape Crisis. This episode recorded one year ago was supposed to be the 2014 Christmas special. It uh, did not post on time though, and honestly by the time it was finished it felt weird to release it mid-January, so we decided to just sit on it for a whole year so you might hear me mention some things that uh, I don't particularly care for or represent anymore and uh, maybe don't give two shits about and be that as it may there's no reason to waste this classic episode of listening to great 70s Spider-Man songs no matter what time of the year it came out just wanted to give a little context before we start talking about things that mattered a year ago that don't matter so much anymore while also not talking about anything currently going on you know like patreon.com slash laser time or the talking simpsons podcast or all the other great stuff that we've done in the last year so still this makes it a nice little xmas treat for all you holiday listeners instead of you know no episode and just wanted to let you know that next week there will be a special end of the year best comics of 2015 episode that you'll be able to listen to as well so normal episodes will reconvene in the new year but until then let's Go back in time through Doctor Doom's time platform and listen to us talk about 2014's holiday episode. My special sense is tingling. It's a podcast, a special episode of cape crisis the comic book podcast hosted every single week by me henry gilbert h-e-n-e-r-e-y-g on twitter i have a soundboard right there (laughs) uh but i'm on the soundboard this week but uh sitting across on the other side than he usually does though not that you guys could ever tell the difference is Christopher Antista, wiggity wiggity womp, I need a better catchphrase. Mm. And also here is our special guest bro. Dave Rudden. Hey. Well, it's the end of the year, and uh, during the breaks we always do these, not always, I'm sure you would tell me, not always, but we often do these specials because Cape Crisis is usually so current that we mm. like to, if, it, if it's going to be a pre-recorded one, that we don't want to just pre-record like pretending, oh, the news happened ah, again. Can you believe Will Smith died and they'll have to recast his role in <laughs> Suicide Squadron? It always sucks with those. Uh, it, it's it's always weird those like no. Christmas uh, yes. film star deaths. Like I think it was like uh, Chris it, Farley was the big one I remember. Um, Try and predict who it's going to be right now. I'm going to guess um, Bob Dylan and Oof. John Goodman in a murder suicide sexual okay. pact. Ah. <laughs> Uh, but guys, this week's happened. It's funny that we didn't have any Spider-Man music to open up the show because this week's episode is all about Spider-Man and music. Yeah, traditionally our our, our special episodes have become musical episodes. Mm. We have done the musical, the Batman musical, the Spider-Man the unreleased musical, Batman musical, the Justice League, Turn uh, Off the Dark, the 19th. Justice League album. Yeah, and sort of in a sequel to the Justice League album is one I've been wanting to do for a long time. Uh-oh. It is the Spider-Man album, the Spider-Man concept album from. 1975 called Spider-Man Rock Reflections of a Hero. 
So Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Rock. I was being Yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man colon Rock Reflections of a Hero. Not Spider-Man Rock Reflections of a Hero. Mm-hmm. And the cover has Spider-Man looking glumly into it a mirror. It looks hilarious. <laughs> it, lo- it, it looks like one of those Charles Atlas ads. And then one of the older, the older cover version of it, uh, that, well, in an ad for like the tape, it was Spider-Man looking in the mirror and the word balloon. It's like fighting both sides of a mirror. Himself <laughs> in a mirror. But not. But so if, uh, if you haven't heard of this, the quick rundown is that uh, Stan Lee worked on this thing. And he did all this narration for a collections of songs written about Spider-Man that tell basically the life. about Spider-Man. Well, no, it actually tells the story of oh. Spider-Man. Uh, and it's got great cover art by John Romita Sr. Mm-hmm. But also the back cover art is the best. Like yeah. I showed it to you. Like here, let me pull it up for uh, our buddy Dave to oh, look at. Dave's I'm way look- ahead of you. I'm looking at it now. Uh, on your phone, yeah. I think I like the front cover better because it's not a very strong looking pose. It's like it's like uh, something. Did you eat all the cookies, Spider Man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a bad boy. But uh, on the back, like Spider Man is like getting it down to singing into a microphone and then it has just pictures of a bunch of Marvel Luke heroes Cage playing out. the Ooh. I like my favorite is Bla- is Black Panther on the guitar oh, that's yeah. Luke Cage. Oh, oh that is Black Panther I couldn't it was all pixelated I was hoping he'd have his uh, well who's your favorite Luke Cage tiara um Oh man, Hulk on drums Well Thor with the trumpet Thor with the good. trumpet is yeah. fucking insane is <laughs> Wait is that so, Black Volt with a lap guitar Black Bolt. I, what? No. no, no, no. Oh, it's Black Panther. Yeah. Sorry, I'm having to zoom in on this. And there's also Conan and the Barbarians are in it too, which, which should, shows you should the timeline. Place, place, it, place it in a certain era. 1975. And of course, it, Captain America on a fucking tambourine. So <laughs> the, right. he has no talent. So the music is. Uh, well, I don't know. Falcons on hand clapping. Like that's even worse <laughs> than the tambourine. I'd say. Um, but so the credit on the music goes to uh, produced by Terrence P. Minogue. I wonder if he's related to Kylie Minogue. Ooh. Uh, Marty Nelson and William Kirkland, who are credited on most of the songs. So it's a really crazy album that like is introduced by Stanley, but it starts off with the song High Wire, which p- tells you what it's like to be Spider-Man. Let's give it a I'm listen. I'm on a high wire. I like the little guitar riff. This is a bit yeah, funkier. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bit funkier than that Justice League one. <laughs> okay, this is not what I expected. No. A little Bob Seger action here. Not his reasons. You gotta hear that chorus here. I feel like 
it might be just my taste in music, but this seems way less embarrassing yeah. than anything we've done before. Well, so yeah, I there there are worse songs on this album. Let me tell you. Let me just to prepare you listeners. Oh, for no, that no, right it now, wasn't. But. I feel like did that sound like I was trashing Tank for this not being bad enough? <laughs> but everything we've listened to so far yeah. is like is very face palmy, and at least that was well, like evocative of a certain style. It was. Yeah. It felt Billy Joel esque. Yeah, I'd say. very Elton John. Yeah. Elton John, it's a, it's yeah. like Kiss with a piano. Yeah, it well, reminded so, me of something like the Geeks would listen to on Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> like they'd yeah. be in a car and like put up the, the Spider Man album. But the Justice like League, that, but. the uh, like the Justice League album was just written by like fifty year old men who were just was like, nothing, let's all write the same song. I'm a plastic man. And but, a but there was nothing hip about it. Like, yeah, this this you could you could find this this could end up on a record player at a party in the 1970s and mm. no one really noticed so someone would say hey those are some groovy tunes yes I'm a high wire a free fly I'm all man I like that it's just funky and like bouncy I yeah. like that next up is gets into I believe the narration of the greetings true believers so actually no uh, Stanley in, in the album is at his most like he's very he's more relaxed than usual and, a, and even more nasal than usual too I would oh, say like he sounds very okay. stuffed up let's give it a listen here effortlessly he glides between the tallest buildings in mammoth New York City but has he really kissed his old way of life goodbye there are many mysterious forces at work as he silently views the city from a perch high atop a skyscraper. Surely his bizarre and unique position of dual identity brings on its own unexpected traumas. That I did not expect that at all. Holy no, shit. it's it's a different Stanley than you're used to hearing. This is him as like, I'm presenting you the story of Spider-Man. <laughs> Lie down for a second, kids. <laughs> well, it's, he kind of has to reset because... That opening is so excitable, mm-hmm. but the the story it tells such a long story, and it like it it bounces. It's it has so many mood swings mm. that he has to go like, all right, well, Spider Man says he's happy, but if I know Spider Man, I think he's depressed, and let me tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some sad news, true believers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so then that takes you to Spider Man being. So he's like, oh, I'm a free flyer high wire. But then on comes Spider-Man with sentiments that are similar to the classic Amazing Spider-Man 50, which is Spider-Man No More. Mm. Well, this song is called Peter Stays and Spider-Man Goes. Ooh. Free bird. I'm about to play Everyday Shooter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was hoping that joke would find somebody. Yeah, it's a good uh, game. Jesus. I just took the window pane. Oh, no. Okay, this is awful. Wait, did he say in the spider's web? Spider's web flew through the air, landed on Peter Parker, didn't even know it was there. It also, I like it was. It was very Rankin Bass. Yeah, 
Well, I, I with all that funkiness at the start, you did not expect like mm. a dude with a high voice like Peter Stays. I did not expect Peter a fucking Peter. hair ballad like <laughs> just to pop in right there. All that super strength that didn't save me. I hope I hope Stanley set up the proper context. Did he just quit on the, the, uh, the yeah, second so track of saying, the album? Well, yeah, he was just saying like, but wait, is he that happy? Which is weird because like High Five is like I'm super excited. Mm. Then Stanley's like, yeah. but is he excited? No, I gotta stop. He's conflicted, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, then Spider-Man, so, well, I mean, Spider-Man does hate being Spider-Man. Like, this, that is a central tenet of even Stan Lee's version of Spider-Man. It's just like, no, I don't want to be Spider-Man. Like, this is totally sticking with mm-hmm. his ethos of Spider-Man. But Stanley will have this weird shift make sense. So much for the webhead's present state of mind. Before we go any further, let's move on to a different a song. And focus once again He's on the modest life of Peter Parker before his fate decreed that he become a superhero. The setting is Midtown High, where Peter is far from being the biggest man on campus. So expensive. So now he's just saying what like is the first lines of Amazing Spider-Man, yeah. Amazing Fantasy 15. The faculty are fond of this clean-cut, hard-working honor student. His Uncle Ben thinks he is a special lad. His Aunt May thinks the sun rises and sets upon her nephew. He walks by a but among production. his peers, <laughs> Peter Parker is regarded as Midtown High's only professional wallflower. Yes, for some, being a teenager has many... But he got his big nerds, break on Saturday Night Live. So, he's talking about what a big nerd he is and setting up the scene that happens in Spider-Man in Amazing Fantasy 15 when he gets his spider powers. Which then takes us to the first of two songs about what a nerd Peter Parker is. <laughs> okay, good. This one is called Square Boy. Failure face. Square, square Boy. The worst insult you could give a person in the 60s. Square Boy, you gotta get God. cool, get cool, square boy, you gotta get cool. Yeah. Square boy, you gotta get cool, get cool, square boy, you gotta get cool. Peter was a boy, an average all-American U.S. male. Mind his own business in this crazy world. Only well enough skip a little forward to where he talks about the origin. Swung back into the greatest thing ever made. That whole th- Well, I'm just a spider and there's something inside. <laughs> So why why we gotta dig this atomic energy? (laughs) What year is this again? Seventy five. Seventy five. Well, I read I read a review of this album Mm -hmm. that says this song and a couple others on here are meant to sound retro. Yes, because in seventy five, Spider Man's nineteen sixty two origin was Mm -hmm. old Mm -hmm. or older. So they're like, okay, this will be the kind of like doo-wop i guess yeah style. he'd be in the the early 60s at yeah. this point but he's what was he 13 years older at this point in the comic than he was probably not the yeah. he had aged he had gotten into college so at most he'd aged three four years mm-hmm. 
So the song. The, you, the I'm song. introducing you the concept of comic book time. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. don't think too much about it. Yeah, you Captain can't. America fought in World War II. Relax. Okay. All right, so yeah. Spider-Man's a square boy who got bit by an, a radioactive spider. Mm. He's got to get cool. Get What's cool. Stan Lee got to tell us next? So they laughed at him for being a bookworm, eh? Well, well fuck with them. his powers now <laughs> including agility, super strength, agility. and the ability to cling to walls and ceilings like a spider, he's a new man. Yeah. Only a science major part. could have created a spider costume thin enough to wear unseen under his street clothes. Only he could have developed web shooters which, when shot, would harness fleeing criminals or allow Spider-Man to swing from building to building. I never thought of his science acumen that made him make very thin cloth that was basically like nude, <laughs> like second skin. But I'm, just, I'm so surprised at how subdued Stan Lee is Yeah. Here. In the seventies, he was pretty well. Maybe he's like on Quaaludes or something. Yeah, was, the the, rec, the Marvel Marching Marvel Society. He is like full on <laughs> promoter well, Stanley. At this point in his career, he is no longer EIC, and he's moved mm. to set up at the LA office to make Marvel films, which never happened because he wasn't a good film producer. Having Sorry, all those seventies drugs. Uh, that's why I said Quaaludes, man. Yeah. He's on his Quaaludes. We can't even take him now. Somehow, Stanley <laughs> has gone on to produce. What eleven? At least eleven films. He's, he's I don't believe in the slightest. Than, it's they probably say like Stan. What do you think? I think it's the bee's knees. <laughs> that's uh, that's dynamite, kid. Well, what they tell him to be just Where's like my scene. <laughs> they pay him to be a living cartoon character, and he's great at it. No, like, I just can't I can't imagine the millions he's getting off of these movies by like maybe saying six sentences. Billions. <laughs> he must make like a billion at this point. All right, millions at least. Okay, so. Sounds like Peter's life has changed. He may even have... Tell me in song. New point of view. (laughs) (laughs) So this is him with his... That's Billy Joel. I can see you from a new point of view. It's my life. Sounds like used to bring me down. A twist of fate turned it swinging here in Allentown. Sounds like the ending song to the Warriors. <laughs> Joe Walsh in the city. So, I don't. I, I, as a new point of view, this is a bad description, but it's one that's very important to me. That sounded. I can't. I, can, I can't place a time on it because the music I associate with that is. I can just say Sesame Street. I didn't realize. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like a harmonica. Well, the, the 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 bubbly bass boom 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 <laughs> is very Sesame Street. Because what I didn't realize when I was growing up in the eighties, I was watching animation basically made in the mid seventies. The entire time I was watching Sesame Street, so I associate that's the eighty sound. It is not an eighty sound at all. It is a Fat Albert junkyard gang. I'm sorry I brought up Bill Cosby, um, <laughs> uh, but whatever that show's great. Yeah, like the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Like the, those. You remember the Bill Cosby thing with like the singing marker that they yeah, play all the picture time? Picture pages. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and like it's but those were all. I think I'm just I was too close to the seventies, mm-hmm. growing up and uh, being born in 1980. Man, I just read the seven. What, what? How old does Sesame Street just turn? Sixty? Fifty? Forty? 
No, no, 50. It's, it's it was around, 50. It's been around since the 60s. No, 45. It was 45. And uh, I'd, like, there's an article on, on the AV Club somewhere of Adam Savage of Mythbusters talking about how his father basically made a living making short Sesame Street animations. And that's what this reminds wow. me of. <laughs> All right. So Stanley's got a new story point to tell us. So Peter Parker embraced the first sweet days of success. He decided oh, he had no fun. need for any excess involvement. Oh, actually, no, it's the next one. Outside of Uncle Ben and Aunt May. From that time on, he would just look out for number one. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> got it. He's got it for me. And uh, I think he'll have it for you. Who is he? The amazing Spider Man. Why does he sound like Lenny Bruce? That's, that's just a guy introducing Spider Man. Oh. This is the. Uh, apparently, like the most popular song, this song got some radio play back in the seventies. is called simply Spider Man. Mm. I like this one. It's exciting. Sure. Like a basic role. Yeah, I'm behind this. This is very. Yeah. War- that sounds very Warriors too. Yeah, it does. We're kind of produced at the same time. Pretty much. Oh, what is this change within my? Spider-Man's been shocked by the change in his being like four times now. Like I'm skiing. What? <laughs> what? With the ground so far below me. Below me. Another natural high. Nothing now can hold me. I can fly. Oh, yeah. Once I was nothing but a failure. Now I know. What? He was an honor student. Come on. Sound of the ice cream man. Well, it just looks like Once I was helpless, now I rescue those who need me when I can. When I can. Because I had to ride with Spider Man. Skip ahead and slow it here. I like that. Yeah. How the fuck did that get radio played? I, I, I don't know. It's fun. It's your Spider-Man. It's the yeah. summer of 75. I know, but it's still... I can a, imagine making out with somebody in a 1975 yes. summer camp. And a, and a Gremlin or a, <laughs> an AMC Pacer. I don't know what cars were around then. Just I know they weren't around when I was alive. A Trans Am, maybe? So we all know what happens next. Spidey's excited about being Spider-Man. And then his relatives get killed or something. One evening... As Peter Parker returns home from a personal appearance, he finds a police car in front of his home. Inside, he's confronted by the worst of all possible shocks. Uncle Ben has been murdered. I love how he says that. Murdered. 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 Quickly changing to Spider-Man, he spins and leaps across town to an old warehouse where the police... Spins. All right, so... Because he said murdered. 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 And where's the story end here? There was a missing R in there. Great responsibility. (gasps) So he's learned the lesson. All right, now it's time for the second song about how unpopular Peter Parker is. Okay. Called No One's Got a Crush on Peter. (laughs) Nobody likes Mailhouse. (laughs) Again, this is a trick of an opening, because when you hear the singing... You're a big dumb fag. Oh. <laughs> Your grades are great. <laughs> Your clothes are stylish. 
all sound like good things. It's been can be cruel when kids are not cool. No one's got a crush on Peter. Dave was pointing out like all the beginning was all points of like those are good things. Yeah. And I definitely did not live by that coda. Yeah, I'm dirty. I'm never on time and my grades suck. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like I think I spent the last yeah, I'm I I was the coolest. And I've been spending the last <laughs> ten years of my life trying to shake all of that and can't. <laughs> You work too hard to be cool as a kid. Yeah, let's oh. hear a little Everyone's more. Everyone's got a crush on Chris. <laughs> no, nobody now. <laughs> Shut up, Flash. Especially me. All right. <laughs> Boys, things sound pretty bad for Peter Parker. Not only is his <laughs> uncle dead, but nobody likes him. <laughs> what? What's a boy to do? It happened suddenly, without any warning, when Stacy entered Spider-Man's life, capturing him faster than any super foe could have done. How he he bared his soul, how his childish heart pounded madly in breathless anticipation of each meeting with her. I got too much coke up my nose. <laughs> I had too much dairy before this read. <laughs> all right, so of course the next song is all about good old Gwen Stacy. It's titled Gwendolyn. It's a little, uh, little old school. This is intentionally retro. People who like this kind of music, I think we're my dad's generation, and even he hates it. <laughs> and now you're prong king and queen. Spider Man. I, I applaud the, the, the songwriters for not falling on the old WAP staple because I find that offensive <laughs> every time it's in one of these songs as an Italian-American. Uh-huh. Uh, but also, I, I do love songs like this because yeah. it's, it's usually to symbolize love at first sight. Mm. But all it is, we know now, because we don't have these songs anymore, because all it does is symbolize raw, unadulterated, dripping teenage lust. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Because I, she, he saw Gwendolyn. Boy, I love you. Like that's not <laughs> your loins are talking right now. Yeah, and it's but they love. mask it with like the most effeminate voice possible. Yes. Like, they, I like, think they just covered every single name in the fifties. Like if you wanted <laughs> to do a new one, there's no new names you could do it with. Have to be a Dakota. All right, so where does this take us next, Dan? Fortified with a confidence that his super strength had given him, Peter Parker tells Gwen Stacy how much he cares for her. 
He really wubs her. He wubs her, wubs her dealer. And of course he expresses it through another song called Count on Me, which is like the opposite of what Spider-Man stands for, because you cannot count on Peter Parker. When the moon... I feel like this is like a Scooby-Doo chase song. I didn't say it that way to tear you apart. I'm just someone who cares enough to help you with your new start. You can count on me to help you see. My favorite song so far. Very Neil Diamond. Yeah. Uh-huh. How much mention of Spider Man in these other songs? Alright. I want to do something with his art. I don't know if I'll be able to. <laughs> God, it's good. I'm, I'm going to make at least one of those my Twitter uh, icon for a while. <laughs> Not sure which. I feel like Captain America is the most me. Like, oh, I really do Spider Man and Thor blowing into a, yeah. <laughs> blowing into a trumpet. That song was nice. There wasn't it. It didn't seem to like lean on Spider Man in any way, mm-hmm. but it lightly yeah. alluded to him, which is nice. It's like every hero has a lover. Like that. That should have been the single. Like, yeah, I bet they were planning it to be the second single yeah. after the first one was so popular. Though. It's like a so happy together kind of vibe. Or mm. like the turtles. Well, you're, so now you're things my best get friend. now things get really weird with uh, a two part song. About Dr. Octopus, which was really a dream about Dr. Octopus. But I'd like or to Dr. Octopus point out on the track list here, everybody has a copyright symbol next to their name. Uh, <laughs> so this one's called Dr. Octopus Circle R. So from where I'm looking, it looks like Octopuso. <laughs> and But I'm also... Also, Gwendolyn has a copyright next to it. Really? Yeah. They can copyright the name Gwendolyn? Doesn't seem right. All right, let's, let's get the next narration and here. it seems like if I'm going to steal any Spider-Man character, I'll take the blonde girl. <laughs> Life is full and exciting to those who are in love. It is no different for Peter Parker. Hold on one second. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this is a good Sleeping calls, but this brain seems to work over time. Fuck this. Yes, this brain seems to work over time. And we'll sleep. This is every bad musical number ever. Comes the awesome dream. This is it. With sleep comes the awesome dream. Dream. I mean, this is who's talking. Tim Heidecker on the keyboard. <laughs> well, yeah, this is a lot of these. You're like, you have to say, like, no, this isn't Heidecker and Woods. It's somebody really made this. All right, so things calm down a little bit. Under paid sincerity. In his dreams. His spider sense begins to tingle. Oh, a prelude Should we night be listening to night to a comic drama which grows larger and more frightening with each thought. Now this is great. Listen, to, you gotta listen to the line. This is Doctor. This is kind of like the introducing bad guys song in the Green Goblin. 
He's in the Tonight Show or something? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Adel Octavius is here to show us his new adventure. <laughs> Gotta add this much setup. Cool. This totally feels like well, or like uh, I was gonna say the Who, but it also feels like uh, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. What? He's got a line about the Hulk in here, which is great. Almost, this is almost on the verge of good. Probably gonna be in salt, Colt. Surfer to hurt you. Not the best one. And what the last? I'm giving great That's solace to know that I can picture easily picture Doctor Otto Octavius looking at, at, at like his most fat lesbian. Yeah, in this during the someone's song. putting a cape over him like James Brown. <laughs> go go! Eight, eight arms are throwing it off. <laughs> Turn you into go go dancer. So I wish they just hadn't spent the first two thirds of that song with like chants and stuff, and then he finally addresses. Ooh. It's like chants and him saying like things that don't have anything to do with Dr. Octopus. And then he talks about all these other people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, now I get the feeling that the people who made this song knew who he was. But the first two-thirds of the song, no, I'm like... not even slightly. They had to yeah. kill two minutes. And yeah. then they're like, all right, then he threatens superheroes we've heard of. Does it have... Oh, that was the second part of the Dr. Octopus. That's song. Dr. Octopus part two, yeah. Jesus. All right, so now we get to the main event. Green Goblin with Gwen Stacy. What's happening now, Stanley? Terrifying as that dream is, it is only a whisper to the harsh voice of reality. This is a weird turn. Is about to hear. His pulse is pounding. The green goblin suddenly appears without warning. Where? Tingling with anticipation. (laughs) Spider-Man would be more reluctant to fight the Emerald Fiend if he could foresee Gwen Stacy's body falling, as it will, out of his spider reach. Spider reach. My spider reaches its limits. This is a very corny song. I am a man. <laughs> this is Soldier Starts to Bleed. That sounds fucking terrible. Let's, let's speed this up. I fall behind this mask of insufficient Welcome to the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> 
This is awful. And it flies, it flies past the cold man's eyes, but it yields a walk for me. Yes, it flies, it flies, and it dearly stops These words of Let it play. I, I want one specific Marvel reference in here. They're not gonna do it. <laughs> Give it one more line. That was actually a very uh, strong anti-war song. <laughs> the guy just pulled out like a, a terrible Vietnam <laughs> protest song he wrote. Yeah, he's like, this could be about Spider-Man. Yeah, on the album you can just see a hippie put uh, a flower inside Spider-Man's <laughs> web shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, that is one of the worst songs on the album. I'd say it's just so like treacly. It's not even exciting. Like it's like, that's the kind of song. If I can make a '70s reference, that got the Smothers Brothers canceled. <laughs> Those were the worst. Well, like you watch, it was very important to him then to mm-hmm. say like Nixon stop murdering children. Mm-hmm. But you watch it now, you're like, that's cool. Can I see the Yo Yo Man? Yeah, like, that's <laughs> cool. Maybe you can take that Lord of the Rings song and tell it go fuck itself. <laughs> All right. Some more narration. He's a hero. If the you final will. narration. A hero whose dreams have turned to nightmares, who walks nightmares. in step with tragedy and death, but still he perseveres. But for such is everywhere the haunting the last nine dream sequences. Spider Man. That is such a bullshit wrap up. Like he's yeah. just like, so he's really depressed. Do we have any more songs? No, no, we just want I'm more. Being told we've run out of wax <laughs> on the old album here. <laughs> The second side is over, so <laughs> Spider-Man, uh, he figures it out. He's, you know, sad, but he does Spider-Man stuff at the same time. We'll be back with the advent of a new audio technology. <laughs> so then comes the final. Enjoy Spider-Man. So the final song is Time Will Show Me The Way. So when Spider-Man Damn gets it. his hopes back. That one opening note, I had, like, promises of Crocodile Rock, and it went away immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look at myself. God damn it. Another Mopey song. But this one's going to pick up somewhere. You know it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wanna, let's hear it naturally. This is, this is it. This is the end of the song. This is the end, end of the album. We're done here. Take Thank you, baby. There's no more room for second guessing. I must think of tomorrow. I'm a spider. You didn't do anything. A lot of regrets all over this album. Yeah, you got called the nerd and fell asleep. <laughs> Damn it! I thought this was gonna like really kick in. We got another verse. All right, I want to get another. Everybody, everybody has their like. Marvel licensed spider lighters up right now. <laughs> I think that's what the writers imagined. Yes, this is such a strong album. We'll be touring with it all sub 1976 sub I feel like, like this type of piano ballad is definitely very 70s. Yeah. You can see much of this in the 80s. Unless Billy Joel is just doing it. We like the brass. That's Thor. You can hear <laughs> Thor coming in. 
no Spider-Man references in this song either. <laughs> I think pretty much there's only like four songs that are actually about Spider-Man. There's just as many songs about how Peter is a nerd as there are about Spider-Man. Yeah, what the fuck? Song. All right, forty more seconds of that, but yeah. uh, that was. I think overall, that's a good, a better album than the Justice League one. Yes. Definitely. Oh well, yeah, yeah. The Justice League one is just. I don't know. That one's really crappy. <laughs> they put in no effort. Well, in I, this one, I feel like they put in. I don't some know effort. if Stan Lee even like. How old was Spider Man at this point? A 13. 13. I'm not sure if they were really ever... Like, I think now Marvel, to more of an extent... Well, Marvel operates in the knowledge that adults are going to be reading this. Mm-hmm. And that DC album is like, this is for babies. Well, I think for them, the DC, like, oh, Justice League is popular again. Must be the new fad. Let's make mm-hmm. a shitty album. By this point, they're like, Spider-Man's here to stay. Mm-hmm. And spy- we should make Spider-Man more popular. So let's take this kind of seriously. And also, like... Too you, seriously. You can totally hear, I think you... Although maybe the timeline will prove me wrong on this. But I feel like you can see the influence of, like, rock operas. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ Superstar and Tommy Quadruf- in this thing. <laughs> and it, or maybe just that it's like it's it's inoffensive rock that's yeah. telling a story because uh, I don't have a lot of not history a great story with rock operas yeah. and a lot of that shit reminded me of one thing I have seen more than once uh, the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hots Club movie <laughs> with the, the Bee Gees and Peter Fripp <laughs> I don't know whose voice am I doing now it is no that's longer a, Stan it's Lee's a, Harvey yeah. Firestein yeah. yeah Harvey Firestein so did you talk about the band who did the album at all mm. uh, well a lot of the dudes credited on it are like the guys on the back like Marty Nelson and uh, there's Marty all the Terrence P. Minogue who we should look that up if that if he's related to Kylie Minogue. Well apparently I'm reading some blog it's called Gone and Forgotten. The album was a lot of the album was put together by a band called Crack the Sky. It's a great oh. name. <clears throat> and like they de- they that debuted like in 1975. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the album of the year by Rolling Rolling Stone declared their debut album album of the year. What wow. debut album of the year? I'm sorry. Okay, well still. And uh, they still tour today. Whoa. Yeah. I wonder if they it, still play those songs. I I don't know. I, they probably don't play the songs that they're not even credited for on the Spider-Man album. But this uh, next song we wrote for Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, they look all right. This is then ten years ago. Wow, that's not thing. They've aged okay then. They only yeah, they, they look all right. It says uh, in their they have a Wikipedia page, so there there's something. I uh, still wonder. Are they the are they? To me, they seem like they're the band from uh, Almost Famous. Their first three albums charted on the Billboard 200, but the band has never achieved great success outside of the Baltimore area. Despite this, (laughs) they continue to release albums and to perform a small but devoted fan base to this day. We're big in Baltimore, guys. Number one in Baltimore. Greetings, true believers (laughs) in Baltimore. But that was a fun album, and it's available on Amazon. So if you wanted to buy the MP3 hey. version of it and help us out, 
uh, on the Laser Time Network. Just buy it through the link to Amazon on this week. You can see that below. Page. And yeah. you, there's other like this is our little special we put up while we're all away from the recording studio. Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, all that stuff. Thanks again for listening to Cape Crisis. But uh, any quick plugs, dudes? Uh, I hope there's lots of nose candy in your stockings this yes, year. Yes, if you're gonna buy cocaine, please do it through <laughs> our Amazon link. Cheap podcast, the TLC <laughs> episode. Yes, it's all about big wrestlers. I think you're really gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta like the way you. I really like where this voice is going now. It's almost a new character. Is it? Oh man, guys! Has Chris got a new character for I, 2015? I very much, uh, very, very well made. <laughs> See you next year.